This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Seems like the NDP have a festival of critics. Uh, joining me on the line right now is their critic for ethics and accountability, Terrence Natishik, and he's got a concern about the green belt perhaps being ceded to developers under the Ford government. Mr. Natishik, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Great to be with you, John. Thanks so much. Perhaps you can fill me in. Uh, what do you hear? What do you know? What's the story? Well, it looks like uh, this is the third time that we've uh, that we know of where Doug Ford and his government have uh, enticed developers into uh, you know uh, seeking out uh, some some remedy to penetrate the, the green belt for development, and it's something that we saw in the 2018 campaign where he was caught on tape saying that he was going to open up big chunks of the green belt for developers. Uh, we saw it in Bill 66, where a, a huge scope of that bill was dedicated to lessening the regulations around development and, and the, of the green belt. And now uh, we learn that uh, meetings have been ongoing with developers who are also uh, major financial donors to the PC party uh, around development uh, of the green belt uh, in the Vaughan area and, and facilitated by the Minister of Municipal Affairs. That's three times where Doug Ford and his government have said that development of the green belt is off the off the table. But behind closed doors and in secret, uh, they're meeting with developers and, and those who have been financial donors to uh, try to help them gain access to that. And we think it's wrong. We think it's double speak, And it's something that uh, Doug Ford should come clean on. All right. When you said enticed developers, my understanding from a CBC story is that the developer actually approached, it's not developers, but it's a single developer, approached the Ford government. Am I wrong? Uh, the, the developer approached the Ford government. Uh, the developer has had a, a connection to the PC party, and, and the Ford government and the Minister of Municipal Affairs would know very well what the nature of that meeting was, and, and at the outset should have cancelled the meeting and said, I'm sorry, well, this is off the table. This is something that we can't do. It's protected by legislation, and we're not moving any forward, but anywhere forward. But uh, instead, the Minister of Municipal Affairs facilitated a meeting with the, the town of Vaughan, and, uh, and and used the leverage of the the uh, ministry to uh, to you know uh, certainly make it look and appear as though it was something that was possible under a uh, Doug Ford government. That's something that uh, we had uh, you know, certainly heard uh, that Doug was not not uh, in favor of. But behind closed doors, again, uh, it's something that they're doing uh, doing you know completely differently. But it's not without precedent, uh, as I understand it, again, from the CBC story, an adjacent parcel of land was exempted by the Liberals in 2015. Yeah, no doubt we were critical of them then, uh, and uh, we're critical of the same play being uh, played out now. That's probably why the Liberals are in the Ontario legislature as a party of five now, uh, because, uh, you know, they would say one thing and, and do another to uh, to uh, bolster their electoral fortunes. Uh, we would hope that Doug Ford would, would heed that same counsel and, and make sure that what he says in public is what his actions are in private and behind closed doors, because otherwise, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, people certainly uh, can't uh, put any trust into whatever Doug Ford says when it comes to protecting ecologically sensitive lands and uh, the environment, and, and a, certainly a component of that area that municipalities have, uh, have strongly advocated for and supported it. Now, what we're talking about is a 60-hectare parcel of land. The 40 that I said uh, were seated was originally 100, but now it's 60 remain, so it's adjacent to in the northeastern corner of Vaughan, which would be from, I guess, the Dufferin-Kirby intersection all the way to the Markham-Richmond uh, Hill, or Vaughan-Richmond Hill uh, border, and that's that piece of property there, uh, which is now part of the green belt, uh, I guess, since it came into being, I guess, about 20 years ago or so. Uh, 
by the way, uh, any idea whether the family, in this case, it's the Milani uh, family of Rizmi Holdings, whether they contributed to the Liberal Party? I don't know uh, whether they were were contributors to the Liberal Party. We certainly know that in excess of $100,000 has been given to the PC Party over the last five years. Uh, that's a substantial amount of money, and, and we would hope that that isn't uh, a game of cash for access where uh, developers could simply uh, sign a check and, and have a uh, you know, free ticket to, uh, to bulldoze uh, chunks of the green belt, as Doug has, had proposed uh, at a private meeting in 2018. We want to see that protected. We want to see uh, Doug be true to his word and stand up for, uh, for the environment and protect those sensitive areas because we all rely on it. It's a benefit for the entire province. I'm down here in southwestern Ontario. I don't get to see much of the green belt, but I know that it's important for uh, tourism, for uh, agriculture production, uh, and for uh, water protection, source water protection. That's something that uh, is fundamental to the entire province. And when he says one thing and does another in, pro- in private, that certainly doesn't bode well for, uh, for trust. All right. Uh, although, uh, when you say in private, and uh, when brought to the attention, the Municipal Affairs Minister, Steve Clark, said that there, I guess, were exploratory discussions with the municipality of Vaughan, and uh, they were just, I don't propose to speak for him, maybe doing due diligence or whatever, but now he says that file is closed. You're satisfied with that? No, I'm not. This is the third time that we've heard that, that there was a no-go zone until we caught them opening up the doors to development. This is you know, three strikes, and literally, you should be out of the game here. Uh, it's 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 as if uh, Doug Ford and his government can't or aren't capable of doing the right thing until they're caught doing the wrong thing. So, be upfront, be uh, you know, uh, truthful with what your intentions are uh, with the green belt and and uh, environmental stewardship in the province, and uh, stop playing these games and flirting with developers when uh, you know that legislation protects that that sensitive area. And uh, it should not be open for development. There's a lot of other ways to accommodate growth and, uh, and housing. A lot of room in the province of Ontario, and the, the province has a, a, certainly a role to play in that. Again, with Terrace Natishik, the Ontario NDP critic for ethics and accountability on this matter of Greenbelt land uh, being discussed by a developer for the potential of, I guess, uh, expediting the sale of it. and uh, But, you know, that does raise a question. And I've heard from people in the past who feel that because this designation sort of befell upon them, they were anticipating maybe, you know, they'd flip their farms for development down the road. But as soon as it was uh, a matter of the designation, it kind of hung a lot of them out to dry. Uh, do you appreciate that fact? And do you think they maybe should be compensated, uh, I don't know, under some expropriation law or other? Well, I, I, as I understand, there there are some benefits to holding that land under the uh, Greenbelt legislation uh, in terms of uh, tax benefits. But uh, you know, any any future plans uh, should also include the concept of protecting natural and naturalized areas for the betterment of the province, and that's what initiated the uh, the Greenbelt legislation and the protection. Uh, originally, it's something that I think, uh, again, benefits the entire province in so many ways, not only environmentally, but economically. That's why those municipalities were so uh, adamant about uh, the need to protect those lands, because they know how much it brings in in tourism, in agricultural activity, and uh, how much it would ultimately cost them if there were uh, parcels of the Greenbelt developed in terms of you know uh, branching out municipal services uh, to those far-reaching areas. So, uh, I think it's a plan that works for the entirety of the province, and, and those that fall within uh, those areas certainly, uh, I think, should understand by now the benefits that, that uh, we all uh, have 
in having an area like that protected. Right. Just so I understand, the entirety of the green belt is untouchable, though. Because I know in the, the past, entire? for example, when the Liberals, uh, they had some, some folks who were, let's say, adjacent to the party, and they had land that had been designated green belt, they kind of swapped that out for other rather, uh, you know, lucrative lands maybe uh, south of here or near the, the shores of Lake Ontario. I mean, that kind of stuff has been played yeah. in the past. Well, yeah, it, it certainly has, and we were critical of the government doing that, uh, the Liberal government doing that. And and again, I, I'll point to the fact that there are five members of the Liberal Party in the Ontario Legislature right now because they would say one thing when it comes to environmental protection, and they would do another. And once you start to make cut side deals in back rooms with you know preferential developers or party donors, as we've seen in this in this case. Uh, you, you know, it's a slippery slope into uh, the fact that uh, there's lots of developers out there that would be itching to access those parcels of, uh, parcels of land. And uh, if, if, you know, if given the opportunity, we certainly could, could uh, pave paradise to put up a parking lot. And that, that certainly would be a shame for the entire province and certainly for, uh, for biodiversity and the environmental sensitivity of that region. All right. Paving paradise. You didn't make that up, did you? I heard that in a song. Okay, no, I was just checking. I understand. No, no, no. Okay, I knew you you weren't going to slide that one by me, but I appreciate you coming on and uh, explaining where you're coming from. Thanks, Taris. Thanks for the thanks for the time, John. You Take got care. it, Taris Natishik again on the uh, Ontario NDP's critic for ethics and accountability. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.